Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala wa ba'd Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh We continue our reading of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we are reading from the tafsir of Shaykh Abdurrahman ibn Nasir al-Sa'idi and walilah alhamdulillah we've reached verse 90 of Surah Al-Baqarah where Allah as well says بَعْدَ أَنْ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ بِئْسَ مَا اشْتَرَوْا بِي أَنفُسَهُمْ أَنْ يَكْفُرُوا بِمَا أَنْزَلَ اللَّهُ بَغْيًا أَنْ يُنَزِّلَ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ عَلَى مَنْ يَشَاءُ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ فَبَاءُوا بِغَضَبٍ عَلَى غَضَبٍ وَلِلْكَافِرِينَ عَذَابٌ مُهِينٌ So in the previous verses Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned to us how they exchanged the words of the Book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they changed the words contained in the Book of Allah by way of their hands whatever was not in conformity with that which they desired they did tahrif of it meaning they altered it and they exchanged it so Allah says in verse 90 how miserable is the price for which they have sold their souls in that they reject that which Allah has sent down out of resentment that Allah would send it down by His grace upon any of His slaves He chooses. For this they have incurred the wrath upon the wrath from Allah and for the disbelievers there will be a humiliating torment. So Allah in this verse gives us insight into one of the reasons why they rejected the Quran when it came to them and why they rejected the Prophet Muhammad the only reason they rejected the Prophet was because of the reason that he did not come from the lineage of Bani Israel. And so for this reason, for the fact that the Prophet came from Arab lineage and he was sent from amongst the Arabs, they rejected him. Because he was not from the Bani Israel. And Allah says about this, that they did this out of resentment that Allah would send it down by His grace upon any of His servants who He chooses. Because Allah He chooses those who bear His revelation and He chose, chooses those who receive His revelation. And this is a fadl of Allah Allah says because of this They drew the wrath upon wrath upon them and for the disbelievers there will be a humiliating torment and punishment. There will be a humiliating torment and punishment. Verse 91 reads as follows Allah Ajal says and when it is said to them when it is said to yani, the Ahlul Kitab and the Jews believe in that which was revealed from Allah believe in that which was revealed from Allah they say نؤمن بما أنزل علينا they say we believe in that which was revealed to us 
We believe in that which was revealed to us, meaning the Torah. وَيَكْفُرُونَ بِمَا وَرَاءَهُ And we disbelieve in whatever was revealed besides us. So the Torah we accepted, was revealed to us, given to us as a nation, we accept it. And we reject whatever else comes from Allah Azza wa Jal. وَيَكْفُرُونَ بِمَا وَرَاءَهُ وَيَكْفُرُونَ بِمَا وَرَاءَهُ And here, we can discuss the importance and the reality of Al-Iman. The reality of Al-Iman is that we believe in all the divine books which Allah Azza wa Jal sent to us. And we make no distinction between any of the books. Just like we accept all of the prophets of Allah Azza wa Jal, which were sent to us, and we make no distinction amongst the prophets. And this is, this is true Iman. This is true Iman. True Iman necessitates that we accept all the divine books which come from Allah Azza wa Jal, just like we accept all of the prophets which were sent by Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Because to make distinction between some books from others and some prophets from others means that if you reject a single prophet, in reality it is like, like rejecting all of the prophets. Likewise, if you reject a single book which comes from Allah Azza wa Jal, it is like rejecting all the other books. Why? Because the books in essence, it contains the same message. So if you reject the message of one book, which has divinely come from Allah Azza wa Jal, that necessitates that you reject all the other books. Likewise, if you reject one prophet of Allah Azza wa Jal, you believe in all other prophets which Allah Azza wa Jal sent, but you reject one prophet, it is like rejecting all of the prophets because they all came with the same message. They all came with the same message. So Allah Azza wa Jal, He refutes yani the Jews in this verse in the following ways. He refutes the disbelief in the Quran in the following ways. Allah says, the first way he establishes this is that Allah says that this book, the Quran, it is the truth. It contains the truth and it confirms that which is with you. So Allah is establishing in this verse here that the Quran it is it is the haq. It is the haq yani in everything it contains. Concerning the ikhbarat, meaning the information the Quran conveys to us about previous nations. It is haq. It is haq with regards to its commands and prohibitions. And there is no yani excuse for the person to reject it when it comes. Taib, that's the first way Allah Azawajal refused him. Allah says that this is the truth. Secondly, Allah Azrael says, lima ma'ahum. That this book that has come, it is in agreement with that which you have in your possession. Meaning the Torah. So the Quran, it agreed with the Torah in the fundamental teachings. We know in terms of the Sharia, it differed. But in terms of the fundamental teachings of Tawheed and belief in the afterlife, and establishing worship for Allah Azza wa Jalla alone. It was in agreement with us. Taib. 
So, why do you then believe in that which was revealed to you and you reject yani, that which is equal? So you claim to believe in the Torah. The message in the Torah has the same message contained in the Quran. It has the same message contained in the Quran. So, Sheikh Abdul Rahman gives a beautiful insight into this claim that they made. So they said, we believe in that which was revealed to us, but we reject whatever else came from Allah Azza wa So he says, this claim that they made, it is like a person who makes a claim. He makes a claim and he has the proof. But after he makes the claim, he presents the proof, he pokes holes into the proof. So the Quran confirmed what the Jews yani, had with them. But yet when the Quran came to them, they rejected it. And they poked holes in the Quran. They poked holes in the Quran, so to say. And he says, this is hamaqa. This is ignorance at the highest level. This is ignorance at the highest level. Allah Azza then said, if this is the case that you believe in your book and you reject whatever has come after it, Allah says, Kul Allahi min qabl in This is the third time Allah Azza mentions this in Surah Al-Baqarah. Allah asks the question then, why then do you kill the prophets of Allah who came before if indeed you are believers? If indeed you are believers. If you claim to believe in the books of Allah, the Torah, and you establish Iman by way of the Torah, but you reject that which is in the Quran, why then do you kill the Anbiya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? This is the third time in Surah Al-Baqarah Allah Azrael is mentioning this point. Allah Azrael then says, وَلَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ مُوسَى بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ ثُمَّ تَخَلْتُمُ الْعِجْلَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِ وَأَنْتُمْ ظَالِمُونَ Allah says, and certainly, they has come to you, Musa. And Musa came with Bayinat. This means he came with clear manifest proofs. He came with clear manifest proofs. Proofs that is entirely clear. Proofs that when the one who receives the proof, when it comes to him, it's difficult for him to reject. And that proof is the miracles and the sign which Allah Azawajal gave Nabi Musa. Allah says, yet, Yet after he came, you took the calf as an object of worship. You took the calf as an object of worship after Nabi Musa, whilst you were yani, the wrongdoers. So Allah Azrael gave them clear signs. Allah gave them a book. Allah gave them a prophet. Allah Azrael gave them many miracles. But despite this, they still fell into disbelief. And they still took a calf as an object of worship besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Azawajal said, وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِثَاقَكُمْ وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْقَكُمُ الطُّورَةِ خُذُوا مَا آتَيْنَاكُمْ بِكُوَّةٍ وَاسْمَعُوا قَالُوا سَمِعْنَا وَأَصَيْنَا وَأُشْرِبُوا فِي كُلُوبِهِمُ الْإِجْلَةِ بِكُفْرِهِمْ قُلْ بِئْسَ مَا يَأْمُرُكُمْ بِهِ إِيمَانُكُمْ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ Allah Azza wa Jalla said, and remember when we took 
their covenant and we raised above them the Mount Tur. We said, Take what we have given you with strength. Take what we have given you with strength. And pay heed to what is in it. They said, we hear and we disobey. They said, we hear and we disobey. And Allah as well said that their hearts absorbed the worship of the calf due to their disbelief. Allah says, Allah says, How evil is it that which your Iman commands you with if indeed you are believers? So Allah mentions once again this covenant which He took with the Bani Israel. And Allah took many, many covenants with them. But their hal is each and every single time Allah took a covenant with them, what did they do? They rejected it and they broke the covenant. So this was the hal. Each and every single time Allah took from them a covenant, they broke it. They broke it and their approach was, as Allah mentions in this verse, they say, Sami'na wa asayna. We hear and we will disobey. So this is making clear to us the approach to the the covenants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa ushribu fi ijla And Allah says that their hearts absorbed the worship of the calf. Right? And this was due to their disbelief. Allah says, Kul Allah says, How evil is that which your Iman commands you with if indeed you are believers? So, the Bani Israel claim to be believers and they praise themselves for being upon the true religion. But yet their Iman commanded them, or their Iman led them, their so-called Iman led them, to killing prophets and taking a calf as an object of worship other than Allah Azza wa Jal, when Musa yani, left them to receive yani, revelation. And this is the Prophet of Allah Azza wa Jal. So why do you not accept the commands and the prohibitions of Allah Azza wa Jal? Even after Allah Azza wa Jal, when taking a covenant from you, He raised the Mount Tur above you. Taib, He raised the Mount Tur above you. And He took this covenant with you. But yet, you bore witness to this covenant by way of your tongues, but you broke it. You broke it by way of your actions. You broke it by way of your actions. So Allah just says, how evil is that which your Iman commands you with, if indeed you are believers? That this claim that you make to be upon true Iman, how can it be true Iman if your Iman leads you to making shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How can this be Iman if your Iman leads you to killing the Prophets of Allah and breaking and yani, violating His commands over and over again? Violating His commands over and over again. 
Allah Azawajal says in the verse which follows Allah says Kul in kanat lakumud darul akhiratu indallahi khalisatan min duni nasi fatamanna ul mauta in kuntum sadiqeen Allah Azawajal commands the Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam to tell them and he says Kul say Muhammad alayhi salatu wassalam and most of the times in the Quran where we hear this word Kul it's a command and the command is given to is given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam so qul say o muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in kanat lakumud darul akhiratu indallahi khalisatan min dunin nasi fatamanna ul mauta in kuntum sadiqin say muhammad that if the abode of the year after jannah yani indallahi with allah azza wa jal is exclusively for you other than the rest of the people Allah says فَتَمَنَّوا الْمَوْتَ Then long for death in kuntum صَادِقِينَ See Allah Azza wa Jal is putting forth to them a challenge saying that if you truly believe that the Darul Akhirah that you are the chosen nation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Jannah has been prepared for the Yahud if this is the case then long for death desire death in kuntum صَادِقِينَ if indeed you are truthful if indeed you are truthful so Allah Azza wa Jal is putting forth this challenge to them Taib, putting forth this challenge to them that either you will succumb and you will submit to the command of Allah meaning you will believe in Allah and his messenger and you will establish this for your sake alone since you do not long for death Taib, but if you long for death then you should hasten for it you with me because there's nothing that is keeping you back Naam. because there is nothing that is keeping you back from attaining attaining the pleasure of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his jannah except death so allah says then long for death if indeed you are truthful so it's either you know this is not true so that means you must believe in Allah and His Messenger. Or your claim is true and then you will long for death. But Allah Azza wa Jal um, mentions in the verse which follows. He says, Allah Azza wa Jal says, and they will never ever long for death. They will never long for it forever. Because due to what their hands has earned. Due to what their hands have sent forth and their actions. And Allah Azza wa Jal is well aware of the oppressors. Allah Azza wa Jal, He knows their state. He knows their state. He knows that there were people who were immersed in kufr disbelief and they were immersed in sin and that Allah Azza wa Jal will compensate them for their deeds they knew that Allah Azza wa Jal knows that he will compensate them for their deeds so mot death is akraw shay ilayhim chapter Rahman says that death it is the most detested thing to the Jews 
Death is the most detested thing to the Jews, but yet they are the most eager to live. They are the most eager to live, they are, all, they are more eager than the mushrikeen. They are more eager than the polytheists, meaning in the time of the Prophet But this verse even applies to today. That they are more eager for life than the polytheists. Those who do not believe, yani, in any of the messengers or any of the books. Then Allah Azawajal mentioned their severe love for the dunya. Then Allah Azawajal mentions their severe love for the dunya. Allah Azawajal says, وَلَتَجِدَنَّهُمْ أَحْرَسَ النَّاسِ عَلَىٰ حَيَاتٍ وَمِنَ الَّذِينَ أَشْرَكُوا يَوَدُّ أَحَدُهُمْ لَوْ يُعَمَّرُ أَلْفَ سَنَةٍ وَمَا هُوَ بِمُزَحْزِحِهِ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ أَيْ يُعَمَّرُ وَاللَّهُ بَصِيرٌ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ Allah says, and you will certainly find them. وَلَتَجِدَنَّهُمْ That's the love of emphasis in the beginning. You will certainly find them. أَحْرَسَ النَّاسِ The most eager of people ala hayatin for life wa min alladhina ashraku even more so than the people who make shirk with Allah azza wa jalla and don't believe in Allah and the last day or any of the messengers and the books and Allah says ya waddu ahaduhum one of them wishes law yu'ammaru alfa sanatin that he be given a life the length of a thousand years وَمَا هُوَ بِمُزَحْزِهِ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ أَيُّ أَمَرُ But even if he was to be given this life of a thousand years, it will never save him from the torment of the punishment of Allah Azza wa Jal. وَاللَّهُ بَصِيرٌ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ And Allah Azza wa Jal is the all-seer of what they do. So, يَوَدُّ أَحَدُهُمْ لَوْ يُعَمَّرُوا أَلْفَ سَنَةِ That one of them wishes that they be given a thousand, yani, years to live, he says that this is ablagh. This is the furthest extent that a person can wish to live. That he wishes to live to such an extent which is impossible. Because no person can live a thousand years from the Ummah of Muhammad And the state is such that even if they were to be given this length of life, it will not yani, save them and avail them in the least. It will not avert the punishment of Allah Azza wa Jal from them. And Allah says, Wallahu basirun bima ya'amadun. And Allah Azza wa Jal is the all-seer of all of that which they do. And so this is the case even for whatever oppressors exist today. And we know today lots of oppression is taking place in, in Palestine. And we witness this oppression. And we witness this corruption and this facade yani, which they spread upon the earth we say to them Wallahu basirun bima ya'malun that Allah Azza wa Jal is the all-seer of everything which they, which they do so this referred to the Jews in previous times but it can even apply to them today because they are oppressors that Allah Azza wa Jal is only increasing them in their oppression to punish them even further to punish them even further and surely he subhanahu wa ta'ala is the all-seer of all which they do and he will compensate them accordingly for their deeds he will compensate them accordingly for their deeds so this is verse number 96 and tomorrow inshallah
in our Fajr lesson we'll pick up a verse 97 naktafi bihada subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashadu alla ila ila anta astaghfiruka wa tubi laik assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu any Jew you ask me about Daishina, they try to put two and a half, two and a 